Smith and Nelson in the morning on 94.9 KISS FM. Smith and Nelson in the morning, Montana's country leader, 94.9 KISS FM. Coming up for your morning, about 45 minutes, right about 7.15 this morning. Another chance to win Marin Morris tickets. As they get going with shows again over at Big Sky Brewing Company Amphitheater. Actually, the uh, first one kicks off on Wednesday night. Yeah, Ween will be there. That's going to be a fun one. And then uh, concerts through the summer, including Marin Morris, August 20th. Chance for you to score a pair of tickets. 7.15 here for the morning with KISS. KISSFM.com, KISSFM mobile app. Kind of a fun story there. Somebody here in our building wrote this yesterday about a, uh, a Tom Hanks movie where in the movie... He kind of mentions the fact uh, that his dad in the movie uh, is from Missoula, Montana. Okay. Which I guess makes him from Missoula, Montana. That right? makes sense, yeah. Um, so they kind of wrote up this little article about it. I was asking you, have you ever heard of Every Time We Say Goodbye? And I had not. <laughs> replied, no. <laughs> I saw the uh, the headline on KSM.com saying, did you know Tom Hanks once played a Missoula pilot? And I thought, Sully's not from Missoula. <laughs> no. I don't think Sully was a Missoula guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was... This was back before. I mean, Tom Hanks was really Tom Hanks, though. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, it's mid-80s Tom Hanks. So Splash had come out. Splash was out there. I think Bachelor Party was out there. Um, but he was mostly known for, you know, his comedy stuff at this point. You know, Bosom Buddies was on TV and yep, that kind of yep. thing. Um, but uh, most of Tom Hanks' career had not happened yet by Big, the time he made Big this movie. Big didn't happen yet, right? Big had not happened okay. yet. This is actually like his first time, it looks like trying to do something a little more dramatic than his comedy roles that he had done so far. Is this pre-The Burbs as well? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, it is pre-The Burbs. That ends my timeline of... Uh, <laughs> of the Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks 80s. <laughs> We're still pumping out movies. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Mean, He's got Elvis coming out I, this weekend. I was just going to say, yeah. Yes. <laughs> his ridiculous accent in the Elvis trailer, which is great. <laughs> Borderline off-putting when I watch the previews. <laughs> I've been like every time uh, we pass like the Elvis poster in the theater, I, I turn to my girlfriends like there are some who will say <laughs> that I am the villain of this story. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't like the. Uh, I don't like the accent they went with. Yeah, it's it's a weird choice. I'm a big, for sure. I'm a big Elvis fan, but I, I even seeing the movie, I'm like, eh, I don't know if I even want to see that. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be a weird one, I think, for sure. Um, but yeah, but getting back to the uh, the Tom Hanks movie at hand here, he's uh, it's it's kind of weird. I mean, it's. It's a, it's a dramatic role in the 80s, like before he started really doing dramatic roles. I was kind of looking into it a little bit, and uh, apparently it was filmed in Israel. Uh, at the time, the most expensive Israeli film ever made, uh, $3.7 million. Um, but it is the lowest grossing theatrically released film starring Tom Hanks. Oh, wow. Still to this day. There you go. Yeah, $278,000 at the box oh, office. Oh, wow, jeez. Didn't even uh, crack a million. Didn't even crack 500,000. Yeah, it was. It's, just, it's <laughs> funny to hear. It's funny to just to say the movie was made for $3 million. Yes. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> Thinking about what they cost these days. Absolutely, yeah. Especially a Tom Hanks movie. Right. All right. Just thought that was kind of a uh, little fun fact. Well, something you'd here on Jeopardy or something. Yeah, definitely. I mean, cool that it has that kind of a Missoula connection. Wish it was in a, a better movie, I guess. But, <laughs> but still, that, that's cool. <laughs> all right. We want to check out uh, a little bit more with the movie, see what it's all about. Uh, there, there's a clip from the movie. Uh, actually, I think it's the uh, it's like the trailer. But apparently, uh, the guy that wrote the article said uh, you can watch it on Amazon. Oh, cool. So there you go. All right. More of that. Your Kiss FM mobile app with the story. Smith & Nelson, 94.9 Kiss FM. What they tweet, what they do, it's what's making news in the world of country music. This is the Music City 60 on 94.9 KISS FM. Yes, it is your Music City 60. Shania Twain woke up yesterday feeling unwell and with no voice. And as a result, had to cancel last night's show in Vegas. Uh, she posted a statement on social media saying she's under strict doctor's orders to rest and not sing. 
Uh, said she's extremely disappointed to cancel. She's going to do everything she can to get back on stage for this Friday and Saturday. Thank you for the love and understanding. Gosh, we had the story the other day about the, the chicks having to do the same thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alan Jackson getting into the liquor business. He uh, announced his signature whiskey yesterday, Silver Belly Whiskey. Any idea what uh, Silver Belly means? Not sure. Silver Belly is named after his trademark cowboy hat. Which features the off-white color of silver belly. Ah, Apparently, um, that's a color. There it is. Ninety-one proof, forty-five point five percent alcohol by value by volume. This is all. This is always my favorite thing. An aroma of brown sugar, sweet apple, cherry, and honey. <laughs> a sweet, smooth, and spicy taste, complete with fall fruits, caramelized oak tones, and savory wood spice. I, I love people that like. Mm, yeah, caramelized oak tones in there. That's uh, yes, yeah, love that. I think I tasted it. I'd be like, oh yeah, it tastes like whiskey. It tastes like whiskey. There it is. <laughs> Uh, speaking of uh, shows getting canceled, actually, too, Chris Stapleton came down with uh, COVID-19 and is postponing three shows as a result. Uh, tonight's Salt Lake City concert will take place July 1st, and this weekend's shows that were supposed to take place in Denver have moved to uh, July 2nd and 3rd. All right, then uh, final one here for the morning, Luke Combs just uh, became a dad over the weekend. Luke Combs, a guest on a podcast, talking about how the producers of The Voice once told him he was too boring to be on TV. <laughs> So uh, the story goes, Luke is auditioning for the show, and I guess uh, they already had like one round of performances. So then he says he wants to do a country song, and the producer said, uh, well, you didn't sing country last time. Yeah. And he kind of replied to them with like, so I have to sing one kind of music? or uh, So they ended up doing the audition and made it through. Really? But then he got a letter after that audition that told him uh, he was too boring to be on TV. That's incredible they would put that in the letter. And then they didn't, he didn't actually make it to the show, to the actual tapings. <laughs> he says he still has the letter in storage. Wow. I guess he just kind of keep that as like a reminder. Yeah, keepsake. Uh, I don't think the boys have such a problem uh, putting him on the stage now. No, I think, I think he would probably make a guest appearance to, you know, I, I can see it happening. I think they'd be all right. Play whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. You, you know, do, do whatever. And now you're in the know with Nashville. Smith & Nelson's Music City 60. 94.9 KISS FM. This is what's newsy and noteworthy with Smith and Nelson on 94.9 KISS FM. Yes, it is. What's newsy and noteworthy for your morning? This is a pretty wild story out of Colorado. A drunk guy stole a cop car from a police station on Monday night. And then around 3.30 a.m., there was a report about a domestic violence call that came out over the radio about a guy who apparently threatened to shoot someone. And the guy who stole the cop car responded to the call. <laughs> he uh, drove the stolen squad car to the address... He was the first one on the scene. Oh, man. Uh, the people in the house said he was obviously drunk. Asked them, all right, where's the old man that's going to shoot someone? And then the real cops arrived. He sped off. Uh, they didn't catch him at first. They spotted him two hours later. They got into a high-speed chase. They had 110 miles an hour. Eventually, he crashed the car, ran off into the woods, and they got him. But, uh, yeah, it was kind of a crazy thing. This guy's brave. Yeah, man. absolutely. One just taking <laughs> a cop car from the police station. Yeah. And then to show up, that's amazing. Nuts. Uh, all right, 4th of July coming up. NBC has a story talking about fireworks prices, how they're skyrocketing because of supply chain issues, of course, and soaring transportation costs. They say prices uh, already jumped like 40% last year. And they're talking about maybe jumping again, like another 25%. It says it used to cost $5,000 to bring a, a firework container to the U.S. Right now, the charge is about thirty grand. Oh, man. Just how much prices have shot up. So yes. if you, you see things cost a little more this year, yeah, you're not making it up. It's that would big. be the reason, yeah. Uh, this is a cool story going around on TikTok. The owner of a bridal shop in Chicago uh, was telling the story about how a, a groom called her in a panic, said he needed to reorder his bride-to-be's dress. 
and she was confused. Uh, but this is the reason why. The bride's mother kept the dress in her closet for safekeeping, but her mother, the bride's grandmother, actually passed away, and she wanted to be buried in her wedding gown back in the day. That dress was also being kept in the closet. Oh. And when the family went in the closet to get grandma's dress, they accidentally oh. grabbed the granddaughter's wedding dress instead, which, a uh, huge goof. That dress cost $2,300. <laughs> Uh, closed caskets, so it took a few weeks for the family to figure out what happened. Wow. <laughs> but uh, all worked out. They didn't have time to get the exact dress again. The bride was okay with getting a new one. And I'm assuming the family paid for that one as opposed wow. to the bride. <laughs> They'll forever have a story. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Food and Wine Magazine says this company called Salt and Straw Ice Cream. They've created a line of edible perfumes that you spritz on your ice cream. They were released yesterday. Scents include citrus, floral, and a woodsy vanilla waffle cone. Okay. If you, I guess if you've ever been eating ice cream, and from that moment where like you take the bite from bowl to your mouth, have you ever thought, man, I wish this smelled better? <laughs> I guess I guess you're the target demo? I guess so, yeah. If ice cream doesn't smell good okay. enough to you, yeah. this is it. Uh, YouTuber suing another YouTuber over a stunt that went wrong. Jeff Wittek suing David Dobrik over a stunt in Utah back in the summer of 2020 uh, in which Dobrik got an excavator and drove it into a lake so he could swing people around by the bucket. Uh, so Jeff Wittek held onto a rope attached to the bucket, and uh, David Dobrik started spinning him around. Oh, boy. But he realized he was going too fast, tried to slow down. When he did that too quickly, that's when Wittek crashed into the arm of the excavator. Oh. There's video of that online, which is pretty wild to see. Uh, the accident resulted in lost wages, massive hospital bills. He's suing for more than $10 million. Uh, didn't, didn't list all of his injuries in the lawsuit, but he has said that he broke his, hip, his foot in his hip. He tore a ligament in his leg, shattered his skull in nine places, Gosh. almost lost an eye. He claims he almost died. Uh, so, yeah, this is a kind of an insane situation. Wow. Yeah. Man, okay. The, vid the video is pretty wild. Uh, final one here. Newsweek has a story about a uh, London library who recently got a book back that was 76 years overdue. Apparently the guy found the book. He was going through a bookcase in his home, and his uh, his mom had passed away. But she borrowed the book years ago. Okay. And never returned it. He contacted the library. They were just excited to get it back. And they said, you know what? Don't worry about the $4,351.50 <laughs> in overdue library fees. We're going to waive those. Man. So there you go. That's good. <laughs> It'd be awesome if they didn't. <laughs> if they charge you on the hook, nope. You got to pay up. Sorry. <laughs> that would be incredible. All right. There you go. Newsy and Noteworthy with Kiss. The Kiss FM app and powered by Carl Tyler Chevrolet, Montana's country leader, 94.9 Kiss FM. In the morning, 94.9 KISS FM. We're going to talk about Missoula being featured in a couple cool articles here in just a moment. First, tell you that part of the morning here is brought to you by Taco Time. That's right. Try the new Impossible oh, Nacho right Burrito. He's already laughing. <laughs> you won't believe how much Impossible Meat tastes like seasoned ground beef, but it's 100% vegetarian. A delicious combination of Impossible Meat and your favorite nacho ingredients all wrapped in a homestyle tortilla. It's Nacho Average Burrito. The Impossible Nacho Burrito, only for a limited time at Taco Time on North Reserve. <laughs> all right. Smith & Nelson. Check out the KISS FM mobile app. You'll find a couple of these stories. Uh, always pretty cool when you're kind of honored being in the top ten of a list. Absolutely, yeah. And this is pre and this is a, definitely a list that you want to be on. Yeah. Uh, Wallet Hub uh, put this list together of the best-run cities in America. Kind of ranked like 150 cities from best to worst. Uh, what was kind of funny is that the worst city on the list, 150, was Washington, D.C. 
<laughs> the worst run city is the actual capital of the country. <laughs> the worst run city is the one that's running all of it. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's great. Doesn't inspire a ton of confidence. Oh, no, that's great. Uh, but Missoula actually cracked the top ten. We cracked the top ten in the best run cities in the entire country. We were number nine. Uh, which was a pretty awesome thing to see. Out of 150, I mean, you're making the top 10. Come on. Yes, absolutely. Number one, by the way, was Nampa, Idaho. Okay. Uh, so I got that. Keep, keeping it in uh, the Northwest. Yeah, and... Boise, Idaho is number two, and then Fort Wayne, Indiana is number three. Um, but yeah, Missoula coming in at number nine, which uh, very cool to see that. Uh, so love to uh, kind of check that out. And then also uh, this other kind of pretty prestigious honor uh, kind of within Missoula, uh, the Missoula Public Library has been shortlisted by the International Federation of Library Associations uh, for the Library of the Year Award. The International Federation of Library Associations. Yes, an organization that we all know and those, love. Those sound uh, like some, probably some <laughs> rocking meetings that they have. The party, Absolutely. The party's on. Yes, Trash definitely. hotel rooms. <laughs> Uh, basically, like they do this every year. The Library of the Year Award kind of highlights newly built libraries that quickly become community staples. And the Missoula Public Library is actually the only American library to make the list. We're one of only four libraries in the entire world to be nominated for Library of the Year. Now, that is pretty cool. Yeah. The other three are in Denmark, Latvia, and Saudi Arabia. That's a very cool honor. That's that's some pretty uh, good company right there. That's wild. Also, it's a little misleading. Library of the year, but then you can only be a new library. To, like, yeah, it's it's qualify. it's like specifically newly constructed libraries. I think are the ones that uh, qualify. Yeah, uh, and then you're, if you're saying one in the entire country, got, yes. got the nomination to be in the part of the final four for this big award. Absolutely, and it's the new Missoula Library. Yeah, which uh, you know, after all the work it took to pull that off, that's that's got to be really gratifying. I'd imagine. I mean, they were working on that for so long. Uh, you know, they were like, re renovating and doing the new building, and then COVID delayed everything and all that kind of stuff. And it finally opened last year. Uh, so, yeah, very exciting to kind of see them uh, get that recognition for sure. Yeah, it was kind of a battle all the way till the end. I think they had, like, the date where it was going to be the ribbon cutting, and then, oh, no, we're going to move that back. Yep. Yeah. I was just trying to think. I don't remember the last time I was in a library. Oh, no? I, I, I can't even think of when I was in a library last. Yeah. Like, we we, ha we have library cards, like my, my wife and, like, like take our daughters to the library yeah they've gone to the new one they're always getting books yeah they love the new one they, yeah you know they, every time they go they tell me it's great but they you know i'm always working when they go or right but yeah I, I can't remember the last time i was in an actual library yeah they got a lot of stuff there too it's not it's not it's not just the library i mean there's so many different events and like cool things that happen at the Missoula public library so uh yeah it's definitely worth checking out the new building if you haven't been there how awesome would that be to be the uh the one that gets picked to get you know be the one that wins the award. Oh, yeah, out of the four. I mean, that'd be great. I mean, you get a little, uh, like, there's some prize money attached to it, I believe, like $5,000 or something like that. Uh, the ceremony is going to be happening in Ireland, so I'm not sure if, like, Missoula Public Library will, like, actually, like, the staff will go out right, there yeah. and do the thing or whatever it's going to be, yeah. but, uh, yeah, pretty cool. That, I can say, is one thing I had no idea existed. The, yes. Uh, with the, what was it, the Federation of Libraries The International Federation of Library Associations. <laughs> Having a yearly award that's held in some random country. <laughs> <laughs> Just, there's a there's a deep underground library world. That oh I, yes, I had no idea existed. Absolutely. All right, but pretty cool for uh, the new library here in town to be just I mean featured as a finalist. That's Definitely, awesome. yeah, that's great. All right, that story plus the one we were uh, just talking about, best run cities in America. You can find out more with each with your Kiss FM mobile app. Odds and ends with Smith and Nelson on 94.9 Kiss FM. Yes, it is some odds and ends for your morning. And someone in Oklahoma went to a Carl's Jr. near Tulsa on Monday. When they checked their bag, they found their food. They also found a small baggie filled with meth. Cops uh, <laughs> uh, ended up arresting an employee that apparently put it in there. Not clear if he dropped it in by mistake 
or if he meant to do it, possible he was selling drugs at work and dropped it in the wrong bag. Uh, the restaurant's also right next to a high school, so they charged him with uh, distributing drugs within 2,000 feet of a school. Uh, so yeah, not a great, not a great situation there. The choice of sides in the combo meal have sure changed. <laughs> This is very true. Woman in Illinois filing a class action lawsuit against Family Dollar. She says their fudge mint cookies don't contain enough real fudge or real mint. And she says the cookies have too many artificial flavors for her taste. So she says Family Dollar and Dollar General are misleading consumers and customers. Man. All right. I love, I love those uh, lawsuits. <laughs> How much is she suing for? Uh, doesn't I, say it? Doesn't have, doesn't have an amount. Okay. I feel like it's probably a ridiculous amount yeah, of money. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences are going to be honoring uh, Michael J. Fox with the Gene Herschel Humanitarian Award given out of their Governor's Award ceremony in November. They say that Michael J. Fox's tireless advocacy of research in Parkinson's alongside his boundless optimism exemplifies the impact of one person in changing the future for millions. The award's given to somebody whose humanitarian efforts bring credit to the film industry. Uh, previous winners include Frank Sinatra, Oprah Winfrey, and Angelina Jolie. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, we had a story here the other day about that Burger King employee, 27 years of perfect attendance. Right. He got like a little little goodie bag that was given <laughs> to him at work. Right. It was what, like a Reese's peanut butter cup yeah. and like a movie ticket? And there's some mints in there. It was, just, <laughs> it was terrible. Everybody was kind of online going like, man, what a crock. 27 years. Come on. Yeah. Uh, so the story got a bunch of attention, obviously. His daughter set up a GoFundMe page with a story about how he started working at Burger King when he was a single father with two kids. Ended up just staying for those 27 years, had four kids, uh, and he stayed at the job because of the health benefits for the family. Wow. And helped get all four kids through college, and he's been there ever since. That's awesome. That's incredible. Daughter set up the GoFundMe page and said her dad was getting close to retirement. They said, hey, we're not asking for any money, but, you know, if you got some interest, you want to pitch in a few bucks, great. Uh, he'd love to plan a trip, visit his grandchildren. They had a very low amount that was the goal, and it kept growing. They kept raising it. Kept yeah. Growing. So now it's up over $19,000. Wow. So, hey, there you go. Very awesome. That's great. Much better than what Burger King gave him, <laughs> for sure. Uh, and we just mentioned Michael J. Fox. But speaking of, uh, Broadway is bringing back Back to the Future. Back to the Future, the musical, will be debuting on Broadway in 2023. It was announced yesterday with a teaser trailer showing two actors playing Marty and Doc Brown. Uh, not much is known yet, uh, but if you're interested, you can sign up for ticket info at backtothefuturemusical.com. And the musical actually debuted in the UK back in 2020, right before everything shut down, I okay. think. Uh, so the actors playing Marty and Doc in the teaser are the same ones who were in the UK version. Huh. Yeah. Seems like an interesting time to yeah. pull up Back to the Future. It's uh, kind of a weird one. Put the spotlight on it. Top Gun's killing it, though. That's true. Theaters. Uh, some things that happened on this date. How about 1868? The typewriter was invented. This date, 1926, the first SAT exam is administered by the College Board. And this date, 1953, one Frank J. Zamboni was issued a patent for his ice resurfacing machine. Wow. Patent number 2,642,679. <laughs> a cool name, though. Yo, Frank J. Zamboni. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Some odds and ends for the morning with Kiss. Yep, this is your local country morning show. No bones about it. Smith and Nelson on 94.9 Kiss FM. Montana's country leader, 94.9 Kiss FM, Smith and Nelson. You can listen with your free Kiss FM mobile app also from the app Smith and Nelson On Demand. 
as we take a look at some good news stories for the morning. Yes, some cool stuff happening around the world here. This is a pretty weird story. 14 different nurses at a neonatal center in Missouri all got pregnant at the same time. 14. I don't know how that's that's, I mean, I know how that's possible, but I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> Just a weird one that uh, kind of came together. But uh, yeah, Good Morning America actually talked to them last week. And then during the interview, a 15th nurse revealed that she is also pregnant. So, uh, yeah, just going around there, I guess. Uh, That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. 14 all at once. That's going to be kind of rough on the neonatal center. People taking time off and stuff to have all these babies. But, uh, yeah, 14 different nurses, now 15. Uh, This is cool. A group in Buffalo, New York, broke a world record on Tuesday by lining up uh, pink flamingos. Uh, 4,280 pink flamingo things that people put in their yards. Put them all in a row. Broke the world record for most pink flamingos in a row. That's too many flamingos. Yes. Beat the old record by more than 500 pink flamingos. So that's pretty cool. Uh, a bald eagle recently snatched a baby red-tailed hawk from its nest near Vancouver, British Columbia, with the thought that it's like, well, it's probably going to eat the red-tailed hawk. Wow. Uh, but wildlife officials say that has not happened. Instead, the eagle and its mate actually adopted it, and now they're raising it as their own. So there's like a little baby red-tailed hawk that uh, the bald eagles have adopted instead of eating it. So they've got that going for it. And then finally, a couple from Kansas recently went to Las Vegas on vacation, left their dog Dexter at a kennel. Then they got an alert from their doorbell cam after he broke out by scaling a six-foot fence and found his way back to their house two miles away. Man. Uh, That's a pretty incredible journey that dog went on for sure. Uh, But they talked to him over the speaker while someone at the kennel drove and got him. They say he's, uh, he's really smart. Sometimes it's maybe too smart for his own good. You leave your dog, you go on your vacation. Yep. You, you, your doorbell cam, you get an alert, you look, and you're like, wait a minute, is that my dog? <laughs> At the front door? Yes, absolutely. That's got to be a shocker. That's the weird one, for sure. And there you go. Those are your good news stories for the day. 94.9 KISS FM. The How You Know Newsworthy Nugget of the Day with Smith & Nelson on 94.9 KISS FM. Brought to you by Farside Sign, Missoula's leading full-service sign and custom vehicle graphic shop. Farside Sign in the 2200 block, South Avenue West. We try to find a little something every morning that is hopefully a uh, little piece of information that not everybody knows about. And then we share it with the nugget. Exactly. And uh, this is, uh, you know, kind of some trickery, I think, on the part of reality TV producers. But America's Got Talent, they build their top prize as $1 million. When yep. you win the show, you win a million bucks. But did you know that million-dollar prize from America's Got Talent is actually an annuity that's paid out over the course of 40 years. Oh, man. Meaning that if you win America's Got Talent, you'll get $25,000 a year every year for 40 years. Oh, <laughs> so you, you can't just, like, take the lump sum. Well, you can take the uh, the current cash value when you win, which would be about $300,000 or, like, 150000 once taxes uh, kind of come into play. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, when you, when you win America's Got Talent, probably going to need not to quit your day job is, uh, is kind of the... Uh, the moral of the story. Yeah, I guess an extra twenty-five grand a year is not terrible. It's but not bad, but it's not definitely. What you think when you see the the bright lights? Exactly. And the win a million dollars. Yeah, the one million dollar sign. Uh, yeah, not quite. Need to or not? Now you know.